everyone you're welcome back to another episode and this season we're talking about purpose and like i said i'm so excited that you guys are going to hear so many stories and so many journeys that's led to everybody finding their actual purpose so from this episode title we are calling it like distraction so what kind of things distract us from our purpose you know what things like We'll take our time instead of focusing on what we need to do you know as growing adults and things like that so um we have new people in this on this episode and i've we've probably heard about two voices before because obviously they always ride with me but you're gonna hear two new voices this episode so guys um introduce yourselves hi guys i was one of the two voices she was talking about my name is ruth i'm 23 and i'm still doing my master's Hi guys, my name is Vanessa, I'm 23 and I'm a doctor. Hi guys, my name is John, I'm 22 and I work in a COVID lab. And hi guys, my name is Daniel, I'm 22 and I'm redoing my first year at university. So thanks guys for coming on, you know, today we're going to talk about distraction guys and you know, before in the episodes before we spoke about purpose you know okay, what is purpose what we here on earth to do and like i said my um podcast is faith-based so we had the primary purpose of obviously we're here to spread god's word you know to people and for people obviously to go to heaven and then we linked to the, the fact that you know at the, at the end of it all obviously the destiny of every single christian in it is to go to heaven and then we then said okay so let's break it out so everybody has an individualized purpose and you know we then referred it back to like you know the bible where god says give me everybody different gifts and different talents you know so we then spoke about okay you know how you know how do you find it is it something you love or is it something that I pray about you know so now we're talking about distractions and we everybody knows especially in this gen z generation we have so many 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 distractions we have you know phones especially and we're going to get into details we're going to talk about it so um let me first start with um Ruth so Ruth let's get let's start with you so <laughs> Out of like, okay, the main like distractions, or rather, should, let's even let's get it personal. Like, what do you think is your biggest distraction right now, especially even even with uh, masters right now? Like, what's like your biggest distraction right now? Um, I would say my biggest distraction is friends. Right. Yeah, because I can't say no to people. So many people will be like, "Oh, do you want to do this? Or oh, should we do this?" And I get distracted so easily. Um, so yeah, I think friends would have to be a big one for me and say no. Okay, so you think that the the type of friendship you have or you form with these people obviously come in between like your um, your work, in it? So how how did it become like that? Like how how do I like how do I rephrase it? So like you know before you be friends with someone you have to look at each other's personality in it like okay mm-hmm. which one would you know complement mine and especially i always say to people you know if you're friends and you know we spoke about friendship in it before i always said mm-hmm. you should be able to respect and understand you know where the other person is coming from so for you where do you draw the line within with your friendship group especially or who you're friends with that okay calm this person is distracting me a lot so you know would i distance myself or would i let the person know so what kind of um strategy do you take um, I think personally for me, I have to, I'm very trying to be big on communication. So it's not just that I'm going to take a step back and do what I need to do. I'll tell them, oh, hi, hello. This is becoming a bit too much. I need to focus on whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get back to you later and we can do this later if that makes sense. That's how I sort of put that boundary there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so um, okay. So 
for your like okay going back to friendship um let me just throw it to john first and i'll come back so for john as well would you say friendship is one of yours or any other things right now that even distracts you from like you know what you do apart from work though like you know your own personal timing and things like that is there any other thing that distracts you yeah yeah apart from friends i say definitely i spend so much time uh, playing games uh playing video games and you know on my phone definitely that yeah okay so like tell me like how many how long how many hours a day you spend playing games oh shit i spent some like eight or nine hours well into the night playing games and it's beginning to affect you it was beginning to affect it's better now well, it was yeah. affecting even my work uh, because I'm, uh, I have to kind of do like experiments and all that stuff and test COVID samples and, you know, if I can't focus and I, I screw up, it could be really bad for everybody. So I kind of had to take a step back from playing games for a while. Right. Okay. So right, all through the night. So you have to wake up at what time? Six a.m. Seven a.m. Or seven. Yeah, seven. Wow. And then I, I play games. I used to play games to like uh, six thirty, get thirty minutes sleep, and then go off to work. And that oh. just, it was just really bad. So I, I took a step back, you get me. It took a while, you get me, but I did, I did it. Right, okay. So, I mean, for those listening, how, what are the strategies or what actual things did you put in place to let you take a step back? Was it like a conscious thing that you told yourself that, right, okay, no, I got to limit it? Or what, did you have someone that would call you at a particular time and say, no, I've been, I've been up playing? Like, so what were the strategies you, you did? Um, are you talking to me, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm just talking to you, like, the strategies in terms of, you know, how you say you had to take a step back, in it? So, like, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. the actual practical things you did, did you, did you, like, time yourself or set an alarm or, like, what were the things you actually did? Well, I I stopped it completely. I think I just went cold turkey because oh, wow. I was, yeah, I was I was on my way to work and I, I almost got hit mm-hmm. by a car because I was, I was sleeping on the way there. So, you get me? So, I just mm-hmm. stopped the cold turkey and, and that was it. I haven't got back. I feel like if I go back, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll fall right back into that habit. So, that's... Like the only disadvantage of the method I'm using. Right, that that's that's a lot of courage, you know. That's a lot of self-discipline. Because wow, cold turkey is literally like cutting it off completely, like you said. But wow, um, I guess I mean that's good self-discipline. Then wow, well done to you. And then obviously I've got to go with Vanessa, you know. Vanessa being the doctor, a lot of time, you know. Uh, go back to you, girl. So what's your kind of distraction right now as well? lol um so my distraction was social media i think especially twitter i like a good scroll to be honest i'm not a good scroll love a good <laughs> on twitter um but yeah obviously i don't do exams right now anymore but during like uh med school uh twitter was a big distraction and social media was a big distraction when i was trying to revise um so i used to like put well to be fair i still have it i used to, i put like a timer on like my iphone so that my um social media clocks out like after a certain time but i will still go back i'm gonna be honest i'll still go back and click like oh an extra 15 minutes or an extra hour um but this year i was like you know what i can't be on twitter for this amount of time like i can't start off the year listening to these many people's like opinions so i did like uh, john said i did a cold turkey um and i just stopped going on twitter i was like okay for the first for january anyway i just don't want to go on twitter at all so i deleted the app um and and what day are we 24th day 24 baby without twitter so nice um, well done yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Okay, that's good. I mean, that's 
clearly like social media and then, like media and stuff and i think as well i can relate to obviously i think most of us can relate to social media especially especially when you know it was first introduced i remember like you know when instagram came in and then obviously i think facebook came before instagram right so it was facebook instagram and then snapchat and i remember like beer back back then obviously people got consumed with like the social media world you know perfection all of that and um you know it becomes a distraction and i was just i think today i was just reminiscing i was thinking that right that imagine because i remember i used to do this with ruth right but that's what we should be a slip over ruth wants to clean the floor right you say ruth where are you and then ruth is sat on the table with the brush on the hand like on the phone and scroll it and i'd be like ruth you're meant to be clean there she'd be like just one second just one second i like and to I give myself see- a break <laughs> exactly and you know that's the funny thing this break right this 10 minutes break become like an hour and this one hour becomes one one hour 30 minutes and the funny thing with social media you don't you don't know it just keeps going and then you look at the time you're like wow wow where did the time go you know and i was just like reminiscing and like you know you were saying sometimes it requires a lot of self-discipline i always tell people ain't nobody gonna do something for you you understand we can only give you as much advice but you have to obviously be that person and change yourself okay crap i really want to you know change this aspect of myself you know and then um I'm thinking about friendship with Ruth as well. Friendship is a very tricky one that I always say because I don't know, maybe, I don't know if it's happening with you guys as well, but as you grow older, you realize that you only want a handful of people you actually call friends because there's so much you can take as you grow older. Like, obviously, you get work, you have all of that. So it's like the time you have for yourself is not even enough compared to the time you know you're giving to other people like working and all of that so it's like to then handle like friendship business and friendship like uh what's it called um discussion and all of that it also sometimes takes your energy and you know that's why i was trying to go back to Ruth with the friendship thing is like um how do you now that we're growing older so how do you like tell yourself okay now this person you know i might just be acquaintance with them like i'm just gonna say hi bye but there's some way of like right okay you know what? i want to develop friendship so for going back to Ruth as well so like do you now take conscious like efforts to actually decide who's going to be your friend um yeah i think i took that conscious effort last year because it like you said it gets really overwhelming like trying to balance everybody together everything that you have to do and so i just decided there are certain people in my life that i know contribute positively and i feel like sometimes when you're giving you're giving you're giving nothing's being poured back into you so you kind of have to realize is this a healthy friendship mm-hmm. aside from distractions and everything so yeah mm-hmm. I, think I sort of just consciously not that i physically took steps to do it consciously just decided to pick out the people i want around me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay um going back into like the distraction in general um there was something i wanted also to talk about which is um money because i feel like especially in our generation like money's becoming a very 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 alarming um what's it called mini god that everybody now especially the guys are worshiping and the things that you wouldn't know because like okay your friend we're all in the same age right let's say we're all 23 right one guy comes in with a uh, mercedes benz and you think huh like, like, huh? <laughs> How on earth are you driving the Mercedes at 23? If, if you're not, obviously, if maybe your parents are super rich, or maybe you're into tech, and maybe you sold like an Apple, or maybe you know something because constructive, because okay, cool, this is what it got its money from. But apart from that, it's like, uh, how did you get your money? And obviously, we're not gonna like close our eyes and say we're not in society. Society will tell the guy in it that more girls are gonna go to him. 
right so it's gonna get more friends more more girls all of that and obviously you as so-called trying to stipulate you know i'm good you know i'm just living my own life you know working class or whatever obviously you're gonna start getting jealous so it's like now how do we consciously tell ourselves not to pursue money i don't know john i don't know if it's a gender if i bring gender to it but i feel like this is how the world has been played um, into it like okay guys are meant to have more money than women so what's your take on that like with money especially especially with guys in general like what do you see around your friends or what do you see in, in in general in society that makes you think that you know money is being worshipped right now uh yeah um personally i mean i do the opposite like i, I chase money a lot to be honest but I, I kind of understand where as long as you I kind of feel like as, as long as you understand where the limits are uh, it's like it's not uh, affecting your relationship with your friends and your family and the things that are really important the people that are really important to keep close by then it's it's pretty much mm-hmm. all right you get me um, mm-hmm. and what I see is quite a lot of um, my previous friends who I, I obviously I don't I'm not in contact with them at the moment my mm-hmm. previous friends used to kind of uh, do anything for money you know and um, you know they used to end up in jail and, and things like that and i just didn't want to follow that path you get me and so i kind of mm-hmm. went into it went to uni went to get my biomedical science degree and could right. try to get some legitimate and then get a lot more money on the side kind of that way basically mm-hmm. right okay but like for you what would you say draws the line between you know they say they're chasing the bag chasing the bag chasing the bag and there's something yeah. about money you want to keep having more keep having more keep having more keep having more and there's not i'm not saying it's a bad thing you understand like obviously you want to try to improve in general like building yourself you know climb up the ladder in your in your workplace or whatever but like for you what do you think draws the line between okay come i have enough but like um i'm not gonna keep you know go through all means to get that money like where do you think it draws the line for you when you're like personally uh I don't know, man. I don't think there's a line for me, man. I, I always want more money, man. As long as you know, it's not affecting my my relationships. You know, I think I'm good. I'm gonna keep going for it. Right. Okay. Cool. So you can, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. I can keep going. To be honest, as long as as long as you know that mm-hmm. it's not affecting uh, the relationships with people that are important to you. I feel like that's the biggest thing. You get right. me? That's when it goes mm-hmm. too far. As long as it's not going past that point. You're good. Mm-hmm. Keep going for that money, man. Mm-hmm. Right now, to dissect that, you know that you wouldn't know you're affecting your loved ones until they voice it out. I don't know if you get what I mean. Okay, so let's say a workaholic, for example, keep chasing the in the name of chasing the bag, right? Okay, like you go to work, right? Six a.m. Yeah. I mean, well, seven a.m. to let's say five p.m. Right? You come home, you're tired, and then let's say you pick up extra shift in it because yeah, of chasing yeah. bag, right? So right. let's say you're working night shift, which is from eight a.m. to like following morning yeah and then the cycle continues and then for a whole week you don't see let's say if you have a girlfriend you don't see your girlfriend or if you even the family you're talking about you don't see them but because it's become a norm to you you don't understand actually affecting people around you affect your relationship so do you see what i mean where for you yeah i get you like you know draw when does it draw the line you know you get but i think at that point it's already well gone like you're you're well gone by the time you don't notice that it's affecting your relationship it's like you know it's it's up to just i think it's just got to to give you i don't know <laughs> one experience that shakes you or something you get me shakes you out of whatever trance you're in you get me at that mm-hmm. point so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right okay so for the girls as well like do you think it's an issue for you or do you think you know just you just never thought about money actually being a mini god i think it is 
it is an issue. I don't know, speaking for myself personally, once I started working, the job and money became the sole focus, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And like, all I wanted to do was just work, make money, just work and make money. Just I don't know where the money's going, but that's all yeah. I wanted to do. And I think it became a problem when I started neglecting my education. Because mm-hmm. um, I was just like, I just can't be asked. I just want to work and get the money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it is a problem for me. Yeah. Okay. And Vanessa? Oh, okay. So I'm trying to unmute, so sorry. Um for me, I don't think it's a problem. Um there's one thing in this life that I can't come and do and it's come and die. So <laughs> I refuse to come and die for money. Um but obviously it's important to me that I can um give myself a good life. I'm trying to give myself a baby girl life. So I do obviously need I to hear work. Absolutely. Um I want to be able to provide myself, provide for my family, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um so I obviously know I do have to work and stuff, but if I'm working, it's because I want to get to a certain point in my career, um, mm-hmm. which when I get to that point, the money will follow, but it's not really for the money. So, right. Yeah. Okay. And that's, you know, that's a good point to, to take in because obviously I think there are different people, like different mentality that encompass, it surrounds people in general. Okay. The, um, the mentality of, okay, you know what, I'm going to get the bag no matter, no matter what, like no, no matter the cost, whatever, if I'm going to backstab friends to get this money, sure, I will, you understand. And I think for me, when I have conversations, especially with like guys that say, oh, we're hustling, you know, and I have this conversation, they always look at me like, huh? Like, how are you going to be so comfortable in life and not want to basically do anything else to get money? And I'm like, no, there's a difference. There's a huge difference between, you know, taking everything in me to just go for the for the money or for the bag, in general, quote unquote. So I'm like talking to them, like, okay, come. If you have a plan for your life, right? You have, okay, cool. I'm going to get this by this time. You know, if you're a salary worker, you're going to get an amount every month. If you're an entrepreneur, you know, this is the amount, you know, you got to work in your business and things like that. But there's a line where you draw into it, where you start telling yourself, am I actually serving money? Because obviously, like the Bible says, you can't serve money and God at the same time. It's not possible. So, which means to say that God knew himself that money becomes an idol. So money, God knew that obviously money is going to become something where we're going to look into things that you wouldn't know. This thing's creeping like slowly but surely like and it will creep in and you wouldn't know that you're actually doing it. So that's why I always say that I think money as well is like the biggest thing that distracts us. And now coming into like the faith um, background in general, um, you know, like I was talking to people before the episode talking about, okay, the church, for example, like we were thankful for the church for giving us an opportunity to actually be able to see ourselves or do things outside of education. Because when we were born, all we knew is, okay, education, go to, you know, primary to secondary and then to college and then to, you know, uni and then postgrad and then, you know, work. So it's like that, the, the world has taught you that that's all you can do, except if you're into sports or anything else. Tune for a part B. Don't go anywhere.